Welcome to the Happy Nervous System Podcast. I'm your host, Kendra Delahook. What we know about mental health is rapidly changing, and I help you stay up to date on the major paradigm shifts from dating to love to parenting. Get ready to learn about your body, regulate your nervous system, and improve your life and relationships with ease. Let's jump in. Hello and welcome back to episode four. This is Kendra Delahook. I'm so happy you're here tuning into the happy nervous system. So today we are going to talk about why listening to your body is crucial for mental health. So in earlier episodes, I mentioned the word interoception, and really this is a fancy word to describe your perception of the internal state of your body. So I'll go into this definition into more detail. Um, But I just want to first say, not everyone is on board with this idea that listening to your body is critical for mental health. Um, It is becoming more popular to really bring along the body into therapy and even how, you know, your physical health is directly connected to mental health. But still, it's not, I wouldn't say it's widely popular. And I truly believe the future of mental health, the first focus will be on the body and the, the nervous system. So I'm really happy you're here. I hope this episode is helpful in helping you understand why this is so important and why, you know, hopefully why you need to learn about your body and how it impacts all of the relationships in your life. So let's talk about this unusual fancy term, interception. So your body has many different systems And these systems are constantly sending feedback to the brain. The tricky part of interception is so much of this is below our conscious awareness. So for many people, this feels like literally speaking a new language. And many of my clients struggle with listening to their body because they can't hear it or they they don't feel anything. So if this is a brand new, foreign, maybe a little scary concept for you, you're not alone. And the good news is a small practice of listening to your body goes a long way. So don't give up hope. There's many things that you can try. And again, it's more about quality than quantity. And Once you start to listen to, you know, one cue of your body, it just builds. So be patient with yourself and I will give you a few practical applications of how you can build interoception at home. All right, so let's talk a little bit more about the definition. Think about how often we ask each other on a daily basis, how are you doing or how are you feeling? And what does what does everyone say? They always say good. Rarely is someone honest. I always appreciate when I ask someone how they're doing and I get a a blank dead stare and they say, okay. (laughs) 
I love an honest answer, but for the most part, we just answer good or, you know, wired or tired, good or bad, wired or tired. But there's so many shades of colors beneath good or bad. And really, that's what interception is. It's really being able to listen to your body and checking in how you're doing. We are constantly in a state of feeling you know, on one end, good, healthy, joyful, connected, and on the other end, maybe anxious, depressed, down, or sick. We're always somewhere in between, and even throughout the day from morning to evening, it's very natural as our cortisol levels rise and fall to fluctuate on this spectrum of good or bad. So what does listening to your body mean kind of from a biological level, a physical perspective. It is listening to feedback from your bones, from your muscles and tissues, even your ligaments. It's listening to your stomach, to your intestines, even your kidney. It's listening to your lungs, your skin, Um, your heart, and even your immune cells. These are, I'd say, the main areas of feedback loops that are coming from your body. You might be thinking, how the heck are we supposed to listen to our skin? Like, does your skin talk to you? I know it sounds a little outrageous, but it really does. Our body is always in communication with us, and it's really up to our conscious mind to listen to it or not. And again, if you have never listened to your heart, to your stomach, to your your skin, uh, be patient. It takes time. And, and I hear from many people like, it's not speaking to me. I don't hear anything. I don't feel anything. But you can build this skill. It is learning a new language. And over time you will be able to hear what these systems are communicating. So I want to say for the most part, it's kind of funny to think about how we live our lives outside of our body. So we explore the world around us and even living just day to day. How often do we tune in? I mean, we we tune out in our relationships, with work, with eating, coming and going with resting. If you do have some kind of meditation or yoga practice, maybe that's you know your time during the day to tune in. But for the most part, we really live life outside of our body, which is funny because the quality of our life is really determined by how our body feels. That's why I'm so passionate about this work to really help you feel better in your body because this directly impacts the quality of your life and your relationships. And are you living a life that is joyful and really in line for you? So just think about your everyday, maybe usual activities. You take in things through um, sight, through your vision, through sound, conversations, eating, textures. So you might already have a practice and just kind of being aware of how your sensory system is working on a daily basis. 
But now it's time to take that one step further and listen to what is happening on the inside. So I invite you to really take the mentality of curiosity with building this this internal wisdom, this introception, because when we're curious, we're open. When we try to force something or, you know, if we have an expectation of how it should be, we get frustrated and we shut down. So really just try to be curious about this whole process. If this is a new practice for you, um, how your body is feeling, how, where you are with hunger and fullness, where you are with how your skin feels throughout the day. And if you have kids, really modeling this curiosity is extremely beneficial for them because kids learn by what we do, not by what we say. Words matter, but your behaviors as a parent matter so much more, so much more. So if you're able to model this curiosity and kind of put words to it, it's really going to help your children build interoception at a young age, which we know there's very exciting research on how incredible outcomes are if you learn this skill as a kid. Many of us did not learn this skill, but again, that's why I'm so excited to talk about it because I think we can change the world to be cheesy if we really help kids and our children learn how to do this and befriend their bodies so that they can live better lives and just make the world a better place. Okay, cheesy time over. So (laughs) I do want to mention, unfortunately, most of us are not taught to do this. And I know I said this earlier, but it is important to acknowledge that we have learned out of survival, you know, survival necessities to override the wisdom of our body. And we have to do this. We cannot go day to day just listening to the inside of our body because we couldn't get anything done. And all of us have responsibilities and commitments. Um, We obviously can't be in tune 24 hours a day. (laughs) So there are times to override and to push through, obviously, but what I want to encourage you to do is to notice when it's not time to override, when it's time to connect, when it's time to listen. And this might be during difficult or challenging conversations, maybe with a partner. It could be at work when you're just feeling incredibly overwhelmed Because remember, I've said this in previous episodes, our body whispers before it starts to yell. So what interoception does is really teaches us how to listen to the whispers. And when you hear your body whispering, you're able to take action and feel better physically, which directly impacts your mental health and your mood and might even prevent you from losing it on your kids or your partner or your boss later on. So this work goes a long way and it takes um, just a gentle dose of awareness. So I want to talk a little bit more about why this matters. Hopefully I've hooked you (laughs) into the idea that it is life-changing, 
but there is a ton of research on interoception and the literature just keeps coming out. And in the future, I will keep bringing in new research that we have on this idea of interoception, listening to your body. Um, But a recent book that I read was really speaking to the research on interoception related to weight, to physical health, and intuitive eating. And it was sharing that people who struggle with eating disorders have lower levels of interoception. They have a more challenging time listening to cues from their stomach, from maybe their their hormone level, where they are at throughout the day energy-wise. They have a really hard time tuning into stress and even to joy. Because when we tune out stress or tune out anxiety or any negative feedback from the body, we cannot selectively just choose joy. When we do that, it tunes out the positive emotions also. So I found this research very interesting and most eating disorder treatments really focus on behaviors of eating. Just eat more, reduce your fear around food, you got this, affirmations. But what some programs fail to recognize is really what's happening in your body. Do you even know you have a body? Do you feel your feet on the floor? Do you feel yourself in your clothes? And these very small practices can help someone get back in touch with really essential organs and parts of their body that they need to have a healthy relationship with food. I do want to mention trauma does make this challenging and complex. And the next episode, I'll really get into why interoception is um, challenging for people with a trauma history. But I I wanted to talk about eating because this is obviously a big, big area for many people and millions of people are trying to lose weight every day. And the stats on diets and diets failing are huge. Diets don't work. So if intuitive eating is a goal for you, or maybe if you struggle with intuitive eating, I would challenge you to start here. And obviously, if this is triggering, if you notice yourself kind of stressed about this, I strongly recommend working with a therapist or professional who can really support you. But if this feels like it's you know challenging, but still within your comfort zone enough, start to just tune in and notice everything that happens before, during, and after a meal. How much you're salivating, what's happening in your limbs, what's happening in your mind, what your body wants to do. Do you inhale food? Do you breathe? What happens if you pause? There's so much, so much juiciness that happens in our body and we can just learn so much and really develop and improve this relationship from the inside out. Okay, let's talk about some benefits of interoception and this really applies to children and adults. This practice helps us regulate emotions And when we're able to regulate our emotions, we're able to control our behaviors. 
So think of interception really helping you respond to life stressors over reacting to life stressors. So I know I'm definitely guilty of being in reacting mode when my body just freaks out and maybe I say or do something I don't mean. This usually happens when I'm super stressed. But think about the last time maybe you reacted over responded. Um, It doesn't feel good. It usually causes shame after and yeah, it's not a good feeling. So building interception can help prevent you get to the place of escalation or shutdown if you are someone who tends to kind of feel depressed or shut down when they're stressed. Another um, benefit is it helps us understand the needs of our body. This one is major. So being able to detect from within when something is off is so important. And to share a, a small personal story, I struggled with intense GI issues and stomach aches when I was little. And it was so confusing because I just wanted to feel better. I didn't know why my stomach hurt all the time. And if I had you know, the support to help me listen to my body, I would have learned so much. There was so much wisdom um, in my stomach aches speaking to me. I was an anxious kid and I think slowing down and, you know, reducing some of the activities I was in, maybe taking some breaks from, you know, playing soccer in the sun for six hours a day. would have greatly benefited me. So actually, I want you to think about when you get sick. What is the first thing you do when you get sick? Most of us start to panic. We are frustrated. We freak out. Maybe you drive to your nearest pharmacy. Maybe you chug all the the meds, (laughs) the natural vitamins that can really help you overcome the cold before it begins. But Imagine if we listened to our bodies when they were f- we were able to listen before they got sick, maybe when our energy dips because that's a sign you're getting sick. So this skill is so important and can help us overcome sickness and dare I say possibly prevent disease or cancer things to come. I don't want to claim that you can, you know, prevent cancer because there's a lot of unknown factors with that. But I just want you, again, to be curious about your process of what you do and how you feel when you are sick. And maybe the next time you don't, you you know, you notice a slight sore throat or you just start to feel off, what would it be like Instead of getting mad at your body to breathe and listen to it, start to ask it what it needs. It's probably begging for you to rest, to slow down, to get support, possibly to cry, possibly, you know, to to make some lifestyle changes. And this one is also so important for kids because when they're able to develop this skill of resting or, you know, responding to when they're sick, when they're little, it changes how they respect themselves in the future as adults, especially through adolescence. 
Another benefit is knowing how to appropriately address your needs. And this one, I think, comes up the most in therapy with everyone that I've worked with. Because if we all knew how to meet our own needs, you know, therapy wouldn't exist. (laughs) Fighting with your partner, fighting with your kids, road rage, you name it, it wouldn't exist. The problem is it's really hard to solve our problems when we're not aware of our needs. And when you're able to listen to your body and respond to the needs of your body and what it's asking, you've solved it. You're able to regulate yourself and not put this pressure or this responsibility on your partner. And honestly, we project a lot. It's just part of being human, but you'll project a lot less if you notice how your body responds in situations, noticing your heart rate, noticing when your face is flushed, when your hands or feet get slightly sweaty, all the little cues of, you know, a stress response. This is the beauty of interception. (laughs) All right. So to wrap up, I just want to emphasize again, emotions don't live in our head. They live in our body. Thinking matters, but the body, in my opinion, always matters first. It matters the most. And this is why listening and having a relationship with your body is crucial for mental health. Oftentimes, emotions are painted as just states that we choose. And yes, we do choose. We can choose joy. We can choose happiness and the narrative we tell ourselves in our head definitely impacts our emotional state. But for the most part, think back to that spectrum, that continuum I mentioned in the beginning, we're somewhere on you know, this spectrum of feeling good or bad. And that's what affects our mental health the most. So when you have a relationship with your body and you're able to respond and not react to the internal cues, you are going to change your life and you're really going to find a life that works with your body and not against it. And that is the whole point of all of this. That is the goal. And finally, please be gentle with yourself. If you're feeling overwhelmed right now, take a breath. Slow it down. Reach out for support if you need it. Small practices go a long way. So just be gentle and hopefully I will, you know, just keep supporting you on your journey of befriending your body. The Happy Nervous System course is about to launch. Super exciting. If you're listening to this episode at a later date, um, I'll have the URL in the bio or in the show notes. So you can find us at roya.wellness on Instagram. Um, But I'm really excited to release this course that will just teach you the very basics of your body and your nervous system to really get this skill of interception rolling. Thank you so much for listening. And again, next week, I will talk about the complications of interception and maybe some of the drawbacks 
And if you do have a trauma history, why this complicates the relationship to the body. So if that's interesting to you, tune in. But thanks so much for listening. Um, It's such a joy to have you here and I will see you next week.